Hello Misfits and Dreamers. This one is for you and it's not an Apple app. Uh, if you've got my reference, it means that you're sort of a geek, so I salute you. If not, doesn't matter, it's an ancient Apple ad, but... Well, let me tell you what I want to discuss today about. It's the topic of never settling. So, one of the people that I look up into the online space the most, um, actually owns this brand of never settling, which is kind of funny, but it never hit me the importance of doing that. And um, I want to share with you my ideas on the topic as a man, as a person who always tried to stop settling and um, as a person who at times failed miserably to do that because when we get comfortable, my god, like everything else gets trashed out of the window. So let me tell you about these two human emotions at play. One is certainty, the other is uncertainty. One is order, the other is chaos. Like, they're just different names for it. And we've known about them since at least um, 5,000 years ago, right? So, when those forces are at play, it means that if you're having too much order in your life, your life gets boring, your life gets dull. Um, order is actually a place where we want to be. As humans, we tend to enjoy order more than chaos. And that totally makes sense because, you know, um, in order, you know what to expect. Uncertainty is scary, okay? Chaos is scary, like, you've seen people, when people are throwing, uh, throwing tantrums, when they get upset or mad or they scream and shout, they're basically embodying the chaos, right? And nobody loves a person who is shouting or who's incredibly aggressive in his words or his actions or her words or her actions, right? We don't enjoy that too much. Like, once in a blue moon, it's fine. But uh, I've seen people who actually, when things get too boring in relationship, they start fighting. I'm not picking on people. Like, there are both men and women who do that, right? And so, and you know the difference between the types? Usually the men uh, go for the jealousy. Like, I've seen you talking to your colleague, how dare you? Which is completely wrong, and like, uh, if you want a way to quickly end your relationship, that's the best way. And uh, I've seen also girls who are like, um, um, it seems like you are not spending enough time with me and that can be actually a valid argument most of the times but sometimes they just want to start a fight because you allow the relationship to get boring and stay it's the same as in life it's the same as with your job with your career with your passion with your purpose with anything with your health like there is order, there is chaos, and there are goals. And if you settle at some point on those goals, my God, it's so easy to do it, right? It's so easy to find a person who's 85% what you desire, it's, or a job. Like, I'm not gonna talk about finding a person now because I don't feel like it's the right thing to say. I, I don't think that there are right persons for people. I think that through communication and through teamwork I know it sounds bullshit but hear me out 
through that you can make a relationship work no matter what but uh, obviously if you have the same sort of values right but that aside so you've got this job and it brings you a pretty steady paycheck it's not much it's not much but a lot actually you know what's funny uh, nobody ever gets to be a millionaire by being paid for how many hours he or she works nobody being a cog in a machine it doesn't promote you to millionaire status yeah like you're a pretty good damn lawyer because lawyers usually um, get shit ton of money if they're good enough well if you're a pretty good lawyer and you're looking for a company you can get in the US around 200k per year that's the top right but if you're working as a consultant that consultant has no upper limit you can do how much money you want nobody puts a threshold on you and nobody counts your hours you just have to deliver on the items right you can have your own law firm and guess what you can get 20 little fucks to work for you and that's gonna bring you way more money than you being a single big fuck working for the biggest law firm in the industry and I've seen this I've seen this crazy thing and I'm giving you the example of law because I know all these crazy insanely insanely productive people that work in this industry like I've seen lawyers usually they're female lawyers my god the amount of work those people put in like they are I, I have the highest possible respect for them they're putting 18 hours of work like I would never be able to do that on a day-to-day -day basis and yeah they get like let's say the equivalent in Romanian of 200k right and they work their ass off and they do that like you've seen the law firms are full of very conscious people which are usually females because we men like we don't get our shit together but otherwise we would be conscious as well so usually you see this and they get massively exploited right and uh, when I say massively exploited because they do so much work and the guy who has the law firm or the lady who has the law firm they are the ones who are getting in the most revenue and usually as depends on case to case but usually like on a delivery the lawyer gets at most 20% it's around 10% most likely and the other 80% goes to the law firm and yeah right you have to pay other people as well but I'm, I'm telling you at least 50% of the income is being kept by the law firm right and that law firm has its own costs with um, the working space with a lot of other monthly consumption items blah 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 but overall the law firms get to keep at least I would say 30% of the money right so you're thinking like that okay so the lawyer got 20% the law firm gets to keep after paying all the expenses whatever 30% it's still 50% more than the lawyer 
and actually the lawyer did all the work. Um, that's the that industry for you. And um, yeah, well, what can I say? You're not gonna get a millionaire by working for somebody else. And I'm working for somebody else right now. Like, I'm not preaching to the choir. Like, I have to take my own advice, right? In 2017, when I quit my job, I desired to start my own business, and I did. I just saw that I wasn't, well, I wouldn't say knowledgeable enough, like, I wouldn't show up enough, and I didn't know necessarily how to make the money. So my business ventures went out in flames, and I've lost money, and I've lost one year in which, instead of getting revenue, I was actually paying some really high expenses so everything that I managed to get in like the previous three years I managed to blue in one year right so when you go out and create your thing you have to have a really solid plan you have to know that you can do it like the best option is to start something on the side and then make it full-time if it can support your lifestyle and your way of living and whatnot right I'm not recommending you to just quit your job tomorrow and go starting that working at your dream like yeah right if you have a Facebook idea then like Zuckerberg had it's cool like forget anything else work on that shit but that's a one in a billion idea like you know how many startups get funded every year like 90% of them in the first year they're out of the business because there are a lot of high ego, pretty skilled, but not necessarily business savvy kids into this area. And if you go to the events on startups, you're gonna find the same people over and over, which is funny, right? Because people who are actually successful with startups, they don't lose their time with startup weekends. I'm sorry, that's the truth. Uh, you're gonna be like, oh my god, you. You're talking so much bullshit. You're such a hater. Um, I'm not. I I'm just telling you how it is. Because if you need a competition in order to create your startup, like, my man, you're doing something wrong. Okay? Um, you can do it on your own. You can do it yourself. You can do it however you want. So, you don't need a competition to do that. But, it's definitely a very good experience to go to a few of them like I've been to some and uh, I actually enjoyed them and um, the people that I met were actually great and uh, they're incredibly successful on their own right but and that that was the funny thing because they are so incredibly successful we kind of half asked that sort of weekends like I've been to three so far and they've always been in teams with people who are already either working full-time or I I mean they didn't want they didn't actually want a startup they just wanted to be in that scene because they just in love are in love with it so much and uh, my man like those people that I've met they're geniuses in their way and I'm definitely sure they're gonna create great things but here is a very important fact like if they don't have the leverage to work on a startup they're not going to right okay so that was my rant on startups now see the never settling that this is where i started from 
if you're settling you're gonna become resentful if you're settling you're gonna feel all right i love when i'm interrupted by phone calls in mid recording sessions so what i was telling you was that um, you become resentful right you become hateful you become to regret so you know there are few things about regret so the cycle is like that being overwhelmed worrying and then regretting and one is in the past one is in the present one is in the future right you worry about the things that you haven't decided yet and you regret the things that that past and you feel overwhelmed in the present right so if you get into the position that you're regretting that you gave up on your dreams my god that's not the place where i want anybody to be i've been there and uh it's a shit show and see maybe because i didn't i never had um, the dream of following a certain career that's why i don't feel it necessarily as in hey i'm uh, i'm settling on that like but i realized this at some point that i'm never gonna be playing hockey that was one realization this is a secondary level like a, there are different tiers right there are there is a top tier goal a second tier goal and a third tier goal a top tier goal for me is to be a million right in euros or whatever not in this fucking lame ass currency so yes the taste of coffee right so if you want to give up on a top tier dream man that's gonna provide so much regret if you're giving up on secondary tier dreams or third tier dreams that's mm, kind of right but you might find out that because life changes and your situation change that if you just stick with that goal you would eventually reach it right a secondary goal a top tier goal i would say for me is a master's degree but i'm definitely like or a doctoral degree and i know in what subject i want um i want my degree to be in psychotherapy but it's not necessarily the right time or the right uh, context for that so i'm holding off but it's, it doesn't mean that i'm settling or that i'm giving up my dream right i know that for a fact i'm still not yet prepared like i have to read way more and uh, my knowledge is very superficial right now so if i would go into uh the university right now like yeah i would probably finish it but that's that and that would be another copycat therapist like nothing impressive nothing new so why would i do it it, it wouldn't improve the lives of the people around me, right? It would make me have some bragging rights, but that's it. So you have to know when to pick your fight. <laughs> so somebody knocked on <laughs> at the door right now. Uh, it's just funny. It maybe means that it's the time to cut this off. It maybe means that, hey, I kind of said too much on this topic already, but I want you to understand that if you ever want to have a tattoo, never settle is a great attitude to have um not necessarily encouraging it uh see i actually wanted for the longest time to have a tattoo myself but uh, I, i'm probably gonna just put it on hold for me the amount of money spent on that and 
the amount of care and whatever. It's not worth it. It's again something that is done for bragging rights. Like I know, I I started to internalize what that tattoo was saying, and uh, the tattoo that I wanted to make was uh, some sort of variation on the idea of no hiding from yourself, right? But I have this so well internalized that I, I'm not sure I still want it, but. Uh, maybe at some later point in life or whatnot. Uh, right now, I, I don't believe that you should have a tattoo if you're damaged. Like, if you're feeling like a tattoo is gonna make your life better because you're feeling like shit, that, that's a terrible way to get a tattoo. Like, I've spoke with people and they said that the way they've got their tattoos was like, hey, I just wanted a tattoo, so I just got something that had no meaning for me. Fucking hell. They just, that's like a massive red flag, right? It just signalized to the world, hey, shit, I'm broken and I don't know how to deal with my pain. So I need a fucking tattoo to cover it. Uh, have a tattoo and get your own tattoo and it means something to you. Like, honest to God. Okay, don't, don't get that weird Chinese character tattoo just because you watched uh, that a movie with Jackie Chan, right? That, that's a bullshit advice. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know why we got into this, but uh, it's a 20-minute rant as always. Thank you so much for listening. Like, share, subscribe. Maybe this is gonna become a video. So I'm saying this for the YouTube algorithm to love me because I clearly love you back. <laughs> Alright, um, this was all over the place and um, I'm going to enjoy the reactions on this one. I know I'm gonna ruffle some feathers and um, I'm happy to do so, honestly. Like, if you believe that what I'm saying is complete bullshit, tell me. Um, I'm open to changing my mind and uh, I'm open to discussing ideas, right? I'm not necessarily open to debating, but if you have some solid arguments, like, I'm not gonna go into a rant why I'm right, right? So, <laughs> right, right. I know, uh, but. I'm going to listen to your arguments and see if I accept them or not. And I'm gonna be like, you know what, man, if you believe in that, it's fine by me. Whatever you believe in, it's fine by me. But I don't believe in that, or I do believe in that as well right now, because you explain to me why it is like this. But I'm not going to start a back and forth. Like, meaningless tattoos are great. Shit, come on. I, I, I don't agree with this premise, right? Why would you spend so much money? As a young man, if you're in your 20s, you should save as much as possible and invest it. Like, not everything, you should invest just a part of it because you should be very focused on do these two things. Like, you have a really high threshold for risk right now. And when you've got a wife and kids and, or a husband and kids, whatever you're into, see, you're not gonna have the time or you, you, you don't want to risk their lives as well, like their material lives. Right now, you can, if you're taking a loss, you can go back to living with your parents or you can go back to living in a dorm room. You're still young, you're still young-ish. <laughs> Shit, if, like, in two months, if you're rounding my age, I'm gonna get closer to 30 than to 20, and yeah, that's gonna be fun. So, with that in mind, Thank you so much for listening. I, I think I just blabbered on in order to see 20 minutes being reached on the mark. No, I'm just joking. 
so we're gonna speak again soon thank you so much for your engagement your ideas your thoughts and uh, yeah have a lovely day goodbye